Blevins, we are the kings uh, of segues. It is true. We are so good at segues that sometimes you. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Um, I'm doing really well, but <gasps> could you please give your full name next time as Blevins, the Holy Diver? The Holy Diver. The yeah. Blevins. I'm Tom Kinch, motherfucker. Blevins. <laughs> uh, this could be a spicy episode because we just spent the last 45 minutes cursing. So. <laughs> Yes, this is a rated R stream for R for Runeterra and also R for Restricted. Uh, if you have small children listening, I hope you don't mind them hearing us say the fuck word as we're going to. Yep. Especially when so, referring to Tom Kench, because you know he fucks. He does. And the saddest thing about Tom Kench is um, we don't have any new cards to talk about. So mm -hmm. this is going to be a short like I don't think did anything yeah. happen this No, no week? new cards, no um no um There wasn't a patch. There's no patch, there's uh, no tournament, big uh no. seasonal tournament that was announced. No. There's uh, not even any like Korean pop star involvement and it's really frustrating. Oh, okay, so we're obviously lying. There actually is a uh, Korean pop star uh crossover, KDA. And actually, Saucy, I have a uh I did a little bit of investigative journalism okay. for once. Well, you did some Sherlocking. I did okay. a little bit of well, no, not Sherlocking, more like um reporting, like like um oh, uh Wow, the only the only reporter I can think of right now is Ace April O'Neil. Ace Ventura is oh. not a reporter. April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's the only okay. famous reporter I can think of. Not even a real person. But I did on a serious note. I did get a chance because so okay. So here's a little bit of context. KDA cards. If you haven't know, if you haven't heard or seen, look at the. I think it was the patch that they talked about them or in some some announcement somewhere we're going to be getting a kda event where we're going to get to be uh, it's going to be like the spirit blossom event where there's the the pass and there's going to be card backs and a board and then also some new cards that are themed around kda um and people are the internet was pretty upset about it because uh i don't know i don't know people don't like it's the lore internet. crossover um but i did i so i i have a, a pretty firm stance of i just want more cards i don't care what they are but i wanted to yeah. get a um i went i went directly to reddit and i got a, a a recorded interview with someone who was against the kda cards uh let's okay. let's listen into it <laughs> fuck you uh, i'm sorry if you're upset about that uh i did not okay, I, that got me i, I did i didn't good. i did not tell i just told saucy that i had a bit ready i didn't tell him what it was i love it <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah crazy yeah crazy. i don't know why p i don't really know why uh people are upset about it but uh we're getting new cards and they're going to be free 
they're going to be free. So, uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. the, I got I, I, really. Did I get things for free? But my lore, but my lore, how could they take the lore? It's like, well, you know, if we were going by what a real life Yordle was, you know, they're actually only two feet tall, not three feet tall. That's true. I did, um, the, I did a reporting on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just we're getting we're getting more cards. We're getting uh, they're going to be free. They're going to be part of the battle. They're going to be part of the event pass. Um, yeah. People are upset for some reason. And I, I, I on an actual serious note, not a bit. I think some people um, were conflating the KDA crossover with the Walking Dead crossover, which we talked about extensively, of course. Um, not 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 which sponsored. Makes no. Since. Well, I, I, I so I, I get a little bit why people would think that, but it's 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 uh, it's very much not the case. So the problem with the Walking Dead event is not that there is Walking Dead stuff in MTG, although some people have a some people take exemption to that, but I don't. Yeah. The problem is that Wizards of the Coast is printing cards that only they are selling. They're selling them directly. They're tournament playable and potentially. Uh, tournament staples, whether or not they are, is irrelevant, but they could be tournament staples that they are printing directly and are printing at, in a short window of time. I think it's a, it's actually too late to get them. If you did, if you wanted them and you can't couldn't get them from Wizards, you had to buy them off of the secondary market, um, yeah. which is going to be a lot of money. So basically, they just put these cards that are tournament legal and what uh, people refer to as game pieces. If it was like Monopoly, it'd be like selling, you know, uh, Park Place directly from Wizards, but you can only buy it from Wizards for a week. And yeah. if you want Park Place for your game, then you need to, uh, then you need to buy it off the secondary market. Um, yeah, that is the problem. Not the walk. The Walking Dead IP is a coincidence, and another thing that some people are upset about. But that's not the egregious thing about it. No, it's more like as if they they released uh, Hush and said, it's not a collectible card. You can't get it in the game. You have to pay real money to get Hush if you want to play it. Right. And anyone can play it, but you have to pay $5 for the card. Like, right. That's what that's what it's like. Exactly. Um, the people that are upset about the KDA thing and are upset about uh, the new champ, which is called Seraphine, I think, which sure. is something to do with KDA or like a crossover. I'm not really sure. People I are upset about that. Music. Yeah, I, I don't. I like their tunes. Yeah, I, I'm still not sure if it's a real person or if it's a, a marketing thing or if it's a band. I, I don't actually know. Um, all of it. I'm sure still kind of confused as to uh, as to that persona because it's like um, a cartoon on Twitter, but it like talks like it's a real they person. Do music videos. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Chad is saying it's a marketing thing. Okay, cool. Um, well, regardless, <clears throat> I think uh, like just the it. Who cares? Yeah. It like the lore, like whatever. That that's fine. Like it, your lore doesn't a like it's not that big of a deal if the lore is something that's not like exactly what you think. Riot choose someone made up the lore in the first place. They can do whatever they want. The second thing is like the card game doesn't have to be the like 100% lore accurate thing even if the even if Seraphine or whatever KDA isn't part of the lore like because it's in the card game it doesn't make a difference. I don't understand why people are so upset about it but I'm upset spaghetti. But no, my lore upset. 
Malore. You know upset about. Yeah. I, I'm very upset about something, Blevins. What is that? Um, every expansion from here on out, every new set is just downhill for me. This is this why is, is that? This, it's the peak for me because we got all the dragons. We got the drag. We absolutely did. There's like a did. big dragon theme, and if if there's not that in every set, it's just downhill. True. We did get dragons. We got all sorts of new dragons. We got Shivana, which I'm pretty sure wasn't released to the last episode we did. I don't think we knew about Shivana. I don't listen to her. I'm pretty sure we did. (laughs) I wasn't there when we recorded. Um, I'm pretty sure we didn't have Shivana. We didn't have Kadrigan. Um, I don't think we had any amazing he's the best dragon he is sweet uh shivana is sweet dragon guard lookout is sweet strafing strike is sweet dragon guard lieutenant is sweet even egghead research uh egghead researcher is sweet i've been using sharp sight like unironically i think that card's card's pretty good good. that card was i got blown out by that card and then i'm like wait this card's actually good for some reason in my mind the card costs three and i don't know why it only costs two and it's It's burst Strafing strike costs three. That is almost certainly, and confront also costs three. That is almost certainly exactly why I thought it cost three. It only costs two for plus two, plus two, and I can block units with elusive this this round. It's actually really, been... Yeah. To give him plus two, plus two, because you're playing it in an aggressive shell. Yeah. Well, I, I have used it to block a number of Zap Spray Friends as well. Um, oh yeah, we got that is a card. we got Dragon Moose, aka Stalking Broodmother, the six six yeah. Fury Scout. Love it. Um, you know uh, what makes what when that card is really good? When is that? When it's like a twenty power. <laughs> That's when it's insanely good. By the way, yes. if you didn't know, if you've not had a twenty power <laughs> Scout Dragon, you're not living your life. It's true, you're not. Surprisingly enough, I think that the Dragon. Uh, cards are, have been the ones I've played the most so far in the new set. I've been rocking Damasia a lot, actually. D- Damasia's got some fun stuff. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's we've got Thalia, Guardian of Thraben in the set, except she's a one-three. Actually, love it. Yeah, Stony uh, Suppressor. So I've not got blown out by other people playing it. What I have gotten blown out by is me playing it in my own deck and it getting uh, nabbed and then <laughs> I me saw getting that destroyed. Game. multiple times that's happened now like four times where my stony suppressors got nabbed and then i lose because i get screwed by it (laughs) bastards yeah i think that card is quite good though especially in these demacia unit decks like Mm -hmm. i I was playing a uh the noxus what is it noxiana arena um Mm -hmm. So I was playing a, a Demacia Bannerman deck with just three Noxian Arenas as the only Noxraya. Nox yeah. Yeah, that guy. And uh, Stony Suppressor was so good in that deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going against the like uh, Lee deck, trying to gym all his crap. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Your gyms are expensive, homie. It was, it was yeah. Like- well, I think it, it's really... Um... Two things for me. It it does throw off the math for a lot of decks. I think it really makes you realize just how relevant spell mana is and just how like yeah. on the fringes you actually play when it's like, huh, even a card like single combat, it's like, man, you really yeah. need to think about when you're going to weave that in. 
and when you're going to yeah. save mana for it. And Stony Suppressor just screws all that up, potentially. Well, and yeah, because you're, you're usually, you're, especially as the game gets late, I think it's more relevant when it's late because you're mm -hmm. planning your turns around specific mana points. So you're right. like, okay, I'm going to play this because I'll have five mana to detain this thing. This right. is the exact situation I was in. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to play. It was like I, I had played my Lux or something. Yeah. I don't remember what it, but I'm like, and then I'm going to save five mana so I can detain this guy's whatever. And they're uh -huh. like, Stony Suppressor. And I'm like, that's what the card sounds like too. It's like, I'm Stony Suppressor. You can't cast any more spells. That's exactly what the card sounds like. Every time you go to cast a spell, then the Stony Suppressor goes, One more mana. One more mana. Pay me gold. Gold, gold, gold. That's exactly what the card says. That's why if you haven't played it yet, go ahead and play it because it literally does that. Yep. And also, also, there's Tom Kench, the I'm Tom Motherfucking Kench, bitch. Yeah, he says that. Oh, that's the added one. You got to pay extra for that. You got to pay extra for that. And it's if you get the premium cards, the like foil versions, they all curse. Yeah, they all curse. It's called Rated R for Runeterra. Also, I'm pretty sure that's the episode title for sure. Um, if I've ever heard one, yeah. that has definitely got to be it. But uh, yeah. Fizz, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Just when anyway. you thought we've gone off the rails. Uh, so good. But yeah, yeah I think... Um, yeah, I've really been liking Demacia. I have also been playing the uh I've been playing the deck that I did not think was gonna be so prevalent, um, but has actually been like the one the deck that everyone has gone to, which is the like Soraka. Soraka plus yeah. X. X usually is Tom Kench, but Soraka yeah. plus everything. I was not expecting this to happen. Everyone is yeah. playing Soraka, everyone's playing Starspring. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it either. Um good. It's good. Uh, people, it's funny because like there's, and this happens, but there's been some some streamers playing that deck, and so mm -hmm. a lot of people have played it. That's true. And so then everyone now goes, "That's an unbeatable deck," and um, oh yeah, super counterable, super oh, counterable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, people, yeah, it, we we had we do this every single set, but people forget there's things like removal, and there's land, yeah. <laughs> like there's land removal, and there's um, yeah. I've been so the way I was I was beating that deck every time is I played some Tom Kench Ash, which just shits on that deck. Ash Kenchum, yeah. Destroys it. Ash Kenchum eats that deck real bad. Literally. One, if you never like you never block don't you don't need to block their stuff ever because you just frostbite it. So yep. they're never getting damaged. Yep. And then you're just eating their stuff for free. Like it's easy. Yeah, I, I did I, I actually a bit I tried I've done a couple of things in the one day that we've had to play it or the one, uh, the one night evening that I've, I've had to play it. Um, I did build some star spring decks with Soraka. My original list was actually, uh, Targon Ionia where I was just like, I'm going to play like the Soraka heal package, but then I'm also going to play like Nopifies and, um, okay. I'm just going to try to win with star spring and just try to play like, never attack my opponent for anything other than to trigger yeah. Soraka control only win with Starspring. Didn't really work out. I think there needs to be more. You need a little bit more of an enabler for Starspring yeah. and Soraka because like you said, they can just not block and they take yeah. the, you know, two damage or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, but I did find um, Starspring Soraka Braum has actually been kind of sweet. 
Um, I mean, yeah, the regeneration works really well. Regeneration works. Gems just work really well with Braum in general. So you kind of, I'm, I'm interested to see where the balance, if, if it's actually good enough. Cause I'm, it seems like it's, it star spring seems strong, right? It says it has the, you win the game on it, which is always enticing to me. There's a lot of synergy around it. Um, Soraka was surprisingly good on her own for me. Just yeah. like she's always leveled and she is just drawing cards left and right. And with Starspring, her spell is just like, yeah, I'm going to win really quickly. Um, and then, of course, with the with Bilgewater uh, and the new uh, uh, Tom Kitsch, motherfucker cards. Um you've got a lot of like natural targets to heal, right? Yeah. Which are good when you heal them and also you're getting the heal value. So I would, I'm very excited to see what a refined version of this list looks mm -hmm. like, where it's like, okay, you're not like, I, I've seen people running like the, the one mana, like gets plus two plus zero every time something is healed and like having it be like half aggro, half star spring deck. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the direction that you want to go, but I, I really want to see what a refined version of this looks like. Cause it feels like Lee sin esque, where it's like, Oh, you can just min max this and it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been playing a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, the last deck I was trying, I'm, I'm trying to refine my dream rune Terra deck. Mm -hmm. Um, well, my, my dream deck in any card game is one where I don't play any units. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I've been playing the howling abyss quite a bit. Okay. Uh, okay. Turbo ramp howling abyss. Mm -hmm. Uh, it one also does really well against the Soraka deck. Yeah. Uh, the heal deck. Mm -hmm. Um, also you get to play, I was playing full three copies of ruination, which is a good card. Yes. Especially when you can play it on like turn three, four, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's, I'm playing every ramp card. I'm playing awesome. all of the faces, all of the voices, <laughs> every face, all of the every catalyst, voice. all of the weirding stones. Yeah. And then it's just howling abyss and removal. And it's been really fun. That is. Oh, and one Ledros. And then just one Ledros. Yes. One that's Ledros. classic blue black control. You play one copy of your win con. It is like recursion. It recurs itself. All you do is play it. You never need to attack. Oh, that's, that's some, yeah. that's some fancy cooking. Um, not good but <laughs> one card that i want to see i want to see it be decent i want to see it be playable is the birthing pod card the vaults of helia the very first yeah. landmark that we saw yeah I'm, I'm messing with some of that tonight i haven't gotten to play it yet but i built a shell not while i was at work today not doing work um and with zombie anivia i think mm -hmm. it could work really really well with it so we're gonna we're gonna yeah scroll around with it I saw some, uh, I didn't see a list, but I saw some like musings of a Demacia Shadow Isles, and I think it used Vault of Helia because you can like, uh, Vault of Helia works really well with um, Grizzled Ranger um, for the yeah. obvious reasons, and then you can get into five, which I don't remember what you get with five, but like if you go into six, you can get the, uh, if you behold a dragon, you rally. Yeah, the rally guy, and you play T. Oh yeah, kill a grizzle and get a radiant guardian. That's a pretty good combo. Um, but yeah, and then with harrowing, like you can harrowing with the dragon guy. Now you can get back a dragon and him, and you get to rally with the harrowing on your opponent's turn, which can be really sweet. I don't know. I think there might be something there. It's probable. I mean, 
like it could be a like zombie ash esque type of deck where it's like it's not like the S tier, but it like finds a meta where it's really good and you can play. I I I would be pretty happy if that was uh uh where we ended really up with good. with that kind of deck. Yeah. Um I like it. Yeah. Overall, I mean, it seems like most of the new cards, um or not necessarily the cards specifically, but most of the like archetypes that they're pushing have seemed good i mean the big ones of course yeah. are the soraka heel the tom kench plus x and then dragons like those all seem pretty good so far which is yep. pretty sweet yep and uh, uh my and have you played any against any of the slaughter docks uh deep decks yet I have not played against. Actually, no, I haven't. So I, I mentioned that I've been do. I've done a couple of things. I did some experimenting, and then I decided to put my degenerate hat on, and I've just been playing scouts to try to grind. Okay. The yeah. I, I did add a couple of new cards. Um, and actually, I I was playing scouts, and then I moved to um what I call Banner Dragon, which is Bannerman plus Shivana, um, which has been pretty good. At first, I wasn't really sold on Shivana, but you don't really need much else for her to be fine. No. She's just a, at worst, she is a Bull Elnuk, which is a perfectly reasonable card. Um, and she also gives you um, some of the like late game comeback potential where like if you get yep. ruinated or something, you can actually still win if you have a Shivana because yeah, she levels herself up. Great. And, and if she, yeah good on her own she's kind of like zed mm -hmm. you can just like throw yeah. it in a deck it's just good yeah the only thing that's awkward is that the four spot gets a little clunky but like yeah. i'm just not playing any of the scout stuff i'm just playing the like traditional like og pre pre rising tides bannerman style with shivana yeah. and like the um and uh the uh four five uh challenger yeah solid yeah which has been pretty I mean, it's it's just a strong deck, unsurprisingly. Oh, and Stony Suppressor too. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Which actually I mean, is another. Cards. Yeah, it's another. Um, and Sharp Sight too, actually. Uh, it's another thing I thought about when I was playing Stony Suppressor was like, I'm like, man, I don't want to play. Like, I want to play fewer um, spells in my Demacia deck because I'm playing Stony Suppressor. But I'm actually like, wait a second. Like, yes, the effect is um, mirrored, so both. It's all spells, not just your opponent's spells, which is uh, an OG magic thing. They kind of moved away from that, and everything's like one-sided. It's only good, and it's only good for you now in magic these days. But things used to be mirrored uh, in the a old lot. days a lot, yeah. Um, but even when they're mirrored, they're kind of not in some ways, right? Because yeah. like I can, if I have a, if I have a single combat and a stony suppressor in my hand. I get the choice of which to play first, right? Like exactly, my single yeah. combat can come out first. And like, if I'm playing all these cheap spells, I can maybe play them before I play my stony suppressor. Or if it's late game, I can pay, I can stand to pay three mana for a um, single combat because effectively a single combat might cost like seven mana on turn 10 because you're burning all this mana, right? doesn't actually cost you that much, but if you're burning the mana, it might as well have costed that much. Yeah, so it's not really that big matter. of a difference. Um, so Stony Suppressor, huge thumbs up for me. I've really liked the card, the card design. I like where they're going with it, and you know, Demacia has been pretty strong um, in general. Um, totally agree. 
any favorites from the new cards or new archetypes or new things that you've either played with or against so far? Yep, my I have a favorite deck already. Um, it's uh, Spooky Dragons. Ooh. I've been playing Callista Dragons. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> it's always it's a saucy way. First thing. First thing, what's the new Teemo deck I can play? Second yep. is what's the yep. new Callista deck. Yep. I love so, it. So been playing Callista Dragons for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, early on, she's resurrecting the Egg Dude which is giving you dragons. Oh, that's true. Which is really good. Yeah. And late game, he, she's resurrecting Cadgrin. Which is pretty good. I which think is... I had a, a, over 30 attack Shivana in a game last night, and it was <laughs> fantastic. It was, that's amazing. I just kept resurrecting Cadrin. I'm like, all right, cool. Just keep Wait, making my Shivana huge. If you resurrect the Dragon Guard lookout, are you? Do you attack infinitely? Oh no, because she only gets to do it once a turn. Oh, okay. I knew. I yeah. knew there was something. I knew there was some sort of catch there because I'm so like, it doesn't wait. Work like Tiana. Yeah. Well, I'm, I always think every once in a while I'll think back to like, why doesn't the Tiana combo work? And it's it's yeah. just because that's how Callista works. Okay. She's she's once a turn, which yeah. is stupid. Very yeah. Dumb. I still I still sometimes uh, wake up sad because I had a dream about the. Um, uh, combo? The Terra combo that could have been. There's a Ma- yeah. there's a Mandela affected universe where we're playing and a, a, t- a Terra has to get hot fixed. And yeah. <sighs> second second most fun thing that I've done was um, Bayou Brunch is becoming a favorite card of mine. Okay, okay. Um, and it's it's it was Bayou Brunch with the with kind of like Bayou Brunch Scouts. So okay. it had um, the Island Navigator where you mm-hmm. just put that on one of your own dudes. And then when that dies, it resummons the Island Navigator that Ooh. makes another scout. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty fun. Um, but that deck also had uh, Rekindler in it, I think. So there was one with Rekindler. <laughs> like Bayou Brunch Rekindler was really oh, fun. Oh, like wow. You- Put the rekindler underneath, like just a one drop, and then the one drop dies, and it brings a rekindler and a champion. It was okay. really fun. Wow. So that yeah, was, that, that was seems a fun sweet. The so I want to do that with something. I don't know what, like, with Hecarim would be really funny. I mm, think. Yeah, that's but interesting. Yeah. Like, like if you Bayou Brunch some some crap, and then you like Ruination, and then a rekindler pops out, and mm-hmm. a Hecarim. That just sounds fun to me. Just sounds fun to me, guys. <laughs> I, uh, the one, so I already kind of mentioned some of the decks that I played, but one deck I played against that I literally had to double check. I had to check your stream to make sure it wasn't an alt account that you had. It was, (laughs) it was literally, it was Callista Poros. Okay. I'm in. I played some Callista Poros before. It was trash. It that was absolute trash, but I was constantly scared that there was something I was missing, and like, why like, is don't this I deck know? Gonna be right? Good when is this no? deck gonna oh, go off? What am I missing? Holy crap! No, nothing. It just doesn't go off. It never went. It went off by conceding the game. Um, ah, my favorite play. The the best play. Oh, so um, let's talk now. Do we want to do patch first or tournament? first what do we want to talk talk about about the patch real quick because that should be fast yes okay so we uh of course we we've been talking passively about the new cards but we did get a couple of changes jenny is a 5-4 now from a 5-5 bastion costs four now hush Mm -hmm. no longer repeats itself uh 
or no longer makes a co- fleeting copy of itself, but it now costs two. And Living Legends now no longer refills your uh, spell mana. Spell mana, right? So it's just it's just your regular mana. Um, I mean, pretty big changes to Bastion and Hush for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, quite a big change to Genevieve too. Yeah. Um, I think this was good. It's one of those changes that lets her still get played on the decks that she's getting played. Um, but you, she's not trading into your two best units every time now. So it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, yeah, no, night striker. It is, it, it refill, it only refills regular mana. Sorry. I'm getting distracted by chat. Um, yeah, I think, uh, Genevieve is one that I played a lot. I hit, I hit masters last season with, um, with scouts. So I, uh, have uh an affinity for Genevieve. I was actually playing Genevieve back when she was a 4-4. The first season I hit master, yeah. I had the old Genevieve. So this is still better to me in my eyes. Genevieve's yeah. still a great card. Um I do like the I, I like her I like there being a an actual choice that you have to make between her and Big Sithria. Because I think both of those cards are cool. They're very similar in what they're doing. They obviously both cost six mana and are sort of the finishers in an aggressive style or even mid-range style Demacia deck. But I don't... Like, when Genevieve is a 5-5, five, five, it's like, okay, well, I'm never running Cythria. And then when Genevieve's a 4-4, four, four, I'm never running Genevieve. So this is kind of a hedge. I would rather... I kind of would rather her be a 4-5 um, just because... A little bit more versatile it's a little bit less um you know aggressive um even though i'm generally playing the aggressive deck i would like her to be a excuse me a four or five but i think this is fine yeah she's still gonna be good i played her i played her in my decks not even thinking uh not even realizing the buff and yes she's certainly a little bit worse especially she's especially worse um because there's so many good five fives Right now, Gangplank, Jack. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's others too, but those. I mean, those two uh, alone are kind of enough. Um, and that, her with five health plus a Ranger's Resolve is really a beatdown. Um, yeah. So this certainly is a a small nerf, but is is definitely a a, a an impactful one for sure. Yep. Um, Bastion and Hush, I think are both good changes. I think Bastion still very strong. I know a lot of people wanted to to kind of revert it back. They didn't want it to grant or they didn't want it to grant plus one plus one, or they only wanted it to grant plus one plus one, but not spell shield or vice versa. I actually kind of like this. uh, I kind of like this change. Actually. I think that this just makes Bastion a just good card it's not the broken like okay well if i ever have a unit that i want to cast it on i need to play three of them now it's like eh, you can actually think about it yeah i agree uh hush is still good yeah it's still fine and a lot of decks actually this might be better for Mm -hmm. i I saw a lot of uh demacia dragon decks running hush because two mana now it's easier to cast it's pretty good yeah i think um there's like it 
it just kind of makes it so that you have to think about when you want. I mean, you had to think about when you wanted to use your hush anyway, but it was like always like, well, I'm going to wait for the perfect time to <laughs> to cast hush, it. 28 and then, units. Yeah, and it's just kind of lame. Um, now, you you know, you get to only do it once, and, but it is cheaper. And then Living Legends, I mean, I don't know how sure. big of a difference this is going to make, uh, especially since it's not a card that you can put in your deck, but... Saucy, I think the most important thing, the most impactful things from the new patch are the cosmetics. We got some amazing cosmetics. Best Guardian. Uh, Great Guardian. I will give you that. I'm using him currently. He literally spits a fireball at your opponent's Guardian. It is amazing. Yep. And when he when he gets summoned at the start of the round, he like swirls around mm -hmm. and spits fire on the ground. Uh, so when, when I saw this uh, Guardian, the first thing I did was messaged one of my friends at Riot and said, can you please let whoever designed this know that I'm glad they personally made this just for me. <laughs> and they, they said, thank you. So <laughs> it's so good. It It's good. This and the, uh, the dragon card back. Yes. Great. Dragon Shivana. Um, I like the boo card back too, honestly. Yeah. I was gonna say the Halloween board and card back really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about like can we talk about how good the ASOL emote is? I wanna say all the emotes are great. I'm not the biggest fan of the, the Tom Diana Kench one. Is so good. Oh, the Tom, Tom Kench, Kench is, is my so new GG emote. Same. I it's, it's my new GG. Uh, I love it. And the ASOL one is amazing. Greetings. Oh yeah. It's such like the Tom Kench, like someone gives you a bra, I'm like, no, nah, let me tip I'm yeah. much obliged. <laughs> much obliged, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Aesol yeah. one is so good. And the the Soraka one is like, I don't know why. It feels like it, I feel more emotion out of the Soraka one than another. Like, I feel like yeah. I can hear the Soraka one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then yeah. um, uh, Leona just looks so happy, um, which is yeah, nice. She's the happiest. Yeah, and then, and then there's the Shivana too. She, she kind of like in the in the last cinematic with Leona and Diana. Yeah, Leona kind of seemed like a bitch. She, was, <laughs> she seemed she seemed very standoffish, yeah. and very harsh. Yeah. So to see her this happy, I'm glad she's turned her life around. Yeah. And I don't know what Soraka saw. Maybe it's maybe it was. Um, I was gonna say something really dark. I don't want to say it anymore. And uh, now I'm Perfect. sad. Um, we also got the Shivana emo, which is pretty sweet too. Um, yep. I don't think it's as good as the card back or the guardian, Not but at it's all. uh, Not it, even close. or the card, but uh, it's still pretty good. And the card back is sick. So that is that. Okay, we've got one more thing to talk about, Saucy. That yeah, we got an important thing: seasonal tournaments. Yeah, pretty sweet. So, um, we have seasonal tournaments so if you haven't seen it the tldr uh at the end of every season so we just ended the previous season we're now in the day two of the monuments of power season at the end of the monuments of power season we're going to be having a two-day uh two-day tournament a thousand twenty four players are going to qualify uh 700 from the ladder so the top 700 from the ladder and then 324 players through gauntlet in game and you can uh check the uh .com slash news um for the uh the the full details but basically it's all going to be in game saucy you're either getting yeah. in from ladder or you're playing in these last chance gauntlets which happen every week um mm -hmm. and getting essentially buys 
in the in the yeah which is cool in the final thing and then the first 324 people who qualify for the final final gauntlet uh they're they're in which is uh which is uh it's so awesome i don't remember if i was just telling you about this or if we talked about it on the show so if i'm repeating myself i'm sorry everybody uh, that's listening but i literally and i tweeted about this too i literally wrote an article in 2015 about how i wanted and how I predicted that Hearthstone was going to add some in-game tournament in 2015. We are currently yep. in 2020, and they have not only not done it, they've said that they're not going to do it. Yeah, they specifically aren't going to. It was funny because uh, Jeff, Jeff Hoagland, good friend of ours, yes. who, who was just on the show not long ago, yep. uh, when this was announced, he's been throwing a little bit of shade out towards MTG Arena. Um, and... It was funny because I think I don't know if it was on his YouTube or a Twitch highlight, and he's like, "But I thought this couldn't be done. I thought we couldn't have in-game tournaments." Oh wait, Looks like <laughs> we can. Yeah. Well, in the I mean, credit where credits due. Uh, MTG Arena has done pretty bit a pretty big uh, in-game turn has done pretty big in-game tournaments, but they weren't free. Saucy, this is freaking free. Yep. And uh, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty good and uh what it's like $10,000 first $10,000 first place prize. Um yeah. so I will say and I think this is uh already started to get brought up on Twitter a little bit. It's getting to the 1024 uh initially is going to be tough, right? You have to either be yeah. top 700 on the ladder, which I mean if you're a ladder grinder that might not be the biggest thing in the world, but I mean it's getting master and then being in the top 700 masters. So good luck. Yeah. Um, and then when you're in the top 1024, it's a five round event. You yeah. have to literally go five and oh to get to the top 30 to day two, yeah. which is kind of, and kind of rough. Like anyone who's played, if you haven't played tournaments before, it is so much different than playing people in ladder because yeah. one, like you're again, especially a qualifier tournament like this, mm -hmm. like, you're not just against randos. Like you're against people right. who are also in the very same good. skill level as yeah. you. So it's very stressful. But I mean, that is a large cash pool for first tournament. Um, yeah. That's doesn't cost anything to enter. Um, if you're if you are a tournament player or you know people who are, this is going to be the best one to push for mm -hmm. um, because it's going to be the lowest representation of you know high masters players because this is probably going to bring a lot of competitive players to the game. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a really good... I think this will be a really good thing to bring in, like you said, competitors from other games. It's like, 10K event, yes, it's kind of it's kind of strict. Like, it is going to be tough get, even getting to the 10... The, it's going to be tough getting to the 1024, and then you have to 5-0 day one, which is, like, again, is kind of... Uh, that's kind of brutal, but... Five round events actually not that long. It's only like a few hours. No. Um, I mean, it's like five hours, right? But it's not a ten hour slog of thirteen rounds of Swiss. It's yep. you know five rounds, and also like you, if you lose, you can you can drop, right? You don't have to keep playing um, because you're not going to make top thirty two if you lose a round. Yep. So um, I really like it. Um, it this is. Super awesome that this is happening. Uh, I'm, I could not be more excited for this. It is 
quite possibly the coolest thing that's happened in Runeterra since the game came out to me. Yeah, there's a there's my favorite part of the whole thing is at the very bottom there's a paragraph. And the question is, will a tournament mode be available for custom tournaments? And they said, for now, we're focused uh, squarely on preparation for the first seasonal tournament. But long term, we'd like to make more tournament features available to players in-game. We'll have more details to share next year. Custom awesome. tournaments in-game is... Yeah. That'd be just the best. Like, if we so could just good. run Rune Terrible Radio community tournaments in the client. Yep. Oh. So good. Yep. So good if we could do that. So That's what I want very very much excited about that and yeah we'll <laughs> so creamy <laughs> we will certainly be um we will be uh going over that once you know once once uh that gets into action and we'll be keeping you updated yeah. on that uh saucy before we go do we want to take a, a couple of these questions Yo, let's answer some questions um, I think we kind of already talked about Old Man Sands asked what decks are you excited to play this yep, expansion. talked about that. Um, we talked about that a bit, so I'm just going to cross that out. This is an interesting one, and I okay. kind of like it. Um, uh, Nixkev asks, what is one mechanic from another CCG you would like to see introduced and one you hope is never introduced? Example, Death Touch Poisonous. Ooh. So I have, we've, we've talked about a couple ideas just yeah. briefly in past episodes. Mm -hmm. I think something interesting would be like uh i don't remember what they're called in league are they the the inhibitors like the thing that you have to kill before you kill the nexus oh yes thing? yes yeah but it's called an inhibitor are, yeah if there was a unit that had it to where you couldn't hit their nexus until that died that'd be pretty interesting mm, um that could be kind of yeah. a, like a pseudo taunt from hearthstone yeah um Something I think would be really, and this is again coming from Saucy Mailman, the control player. I think it'd be cool to see like a skull crack type card. Um, Ooh. Something that prevented healing that turn. Yeah. Um, also, maybe did some damage. I think would be really healthy for the game, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> one that I'm not, I'm actually not sure which category I put this in, whether I want to see it introduced. I hope it's never introduced, but um, Storm from magic the gathering probably never going to get introduced um storm is basically um it copies itself for every other spell or every other card that you've played this turn so if you had a like um gain heal your nexus for one with storm if you played three spells earlier that turn it would heal it for four because it would copy three times plus the original copy um i think it would actually be um not broken in uh in runeterra because there are a fewer zero cost spells b there are generally limits to how you interact with the graveyard in general there is hand size limits there are mana limits um and there really is not or hasn't been like ritual type effects yeah um, which is probably something I hope is never introduced. Don't give me rituals. Yeah. I don't want to see Seething Song. I don't want to see Dark Ritual type where it's like I pay one mana and I get three mana this turn. Um, I probably don't want that because ramp is really hard to balance. Um, really hard to balance. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they could do, like, if the card was 
do X for where X equals the amount of cards you played this turn could be not super degenerate in this game. Yeah. I think it could be okay. Is the, the, a, yeah, is. the max is probably like, what, six or seven, probably, like, in general, yeah, unless you're, like, really jumping through a hoop. Um, but, yeah. Uh, okay, so Tom Fish asks, since now there are multiple alternate win conditions in the game, do you think Riot should keep adding more or retire the concept here? Um... I like them in general, but they kind of feel, I feel like um, there's a certain number or a certain frequent, there's a certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Density of alternate wind conditions where they feel cool. If it's too dense with them, it's like, well, which weird like very narrow win condition deck do you want to play and like every deck is based around that or they're not playable or it's like well fiora feels less cool when there's 13 other alternate win conditions uh and if there's none that's probably okay but yeah a little bit a little bit boring i like i like having a few i don't think they should retire it is the tldr yeah yeah i i i agree i think i like alternate win conditions i've always been a huge fan um mm -hmm. And there's a lot of cool, creative ways they could do it in this game that we haven't seen in other card games. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, and I, I don't feel like they would ever push to like force them. Um, right. Like that doesn't seem like just from what we've seen game design wise, yeah. how Riot's taking this. Uh, but I don't think they should limit themselves. So if there mm -hmm. is like a Void champion that makes a lot of sense to have some sort of alternate win condition. I was thinking Void as well. Where like, yeah. what if Void is like complete? What if Void is like because they could do something completely fucking weird with yeah. with void. I mean, it doesn't have to be void, but that's the first one that jumps to mind, right? Yeah, Where me it's too. like I don't. I just did. Uh, void is like you have to collect crystals or something. I don't know. I'm just making this up. And like, if yeah. you get eighty crystals, you win the game. And like, cards you have to are bake like twelve cakes. Yeah, last breath, bake a cake. And if you yeah. bake twelve cakes, you win. As like, I don't know. I guess I don't know how you. I guess every cake card could have that as like. The alternate type. I I don't know. You could do something. That's a freebie, right? If you want to use the cake yeah. mechanic. <laughs> if you want to use the cake mechanic we just invented. Yeah. We just pay us royalties. That's all we ask. Or just give us a shout out somehow in a flavor text, or let both yeah, of us, us voice cards. five cards. Um, that's our that's our make final us, offer. We get to voice the whole set. The whole, the whole set. No, we get to both be yeah. champions. There, I think that's a good. Yeah. We just negotiated ourselves around. We negotiated up. We yep. negotiated both I, sides I, of that. I call dibs on Warwick. Okay, you got it. You I'm got Warwick. Warwick. I'm going to voice... I don't Jax. know. We'll see. Ready for battle. Yes, I'm going to You already I'm got it. You Jax. got the job. Uh, and Tom... Tom it's can't. The there we go. You can't... It, you're, it's already Bitch. there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> got it. Uh, okay, last question here before we end the show. Swolwampa asks, we've got units, champs, spells, and landmarks. Are there any other card types that you would like to see added to the game? Sure. <laughs> That's a solid <laughs> yes around the board. No, I, yeah. I actually have an I I have an idea for something that they could do. I'd like to see something that's like equipment. Like Okay. Like you can move it around. Like suit up on your dudes. Yeah. I think would be really cool. Um and then like when the unit dies, it falls off. Like if there's weapons, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like I want Garen's sword. Yeah. I want to give it to Cogmaw. Right. Yeah, it could be That's like. What I want to do. <laughs> How does he carry it? Uh, yeah. Oh wait, he has little. He has like little hands, I think, right? Yeah, he's got little. 
little danglers, little dangling. I want, I want Teemo to run around with Garen's sword, crushing yes. people. That's I what I it. want. With with uh, Darius's axe, I love it. Um, uh, I want something with an activatable ability, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. whether it's like a planeswalker or if it's just a unit that's like it spends an action and you take, you know, maybe it costs two health to do it and you put a, you know, put a, a skill on the stack. I want Phyrexian mana so bad. Oh, no please. No. Else. I want mental. That's, all, like, that's one of my favorite things. Paying health instead of mana is mm-hmm. my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like, I like where we're going with this activatable thing. So what if this riot, please feel free to take this, but I, I think it was last week. I said, I wanted a Demacia landmark that, like it's cheap and then mm-hmm. it generates like one one tokens or something mm-hmm. but what if that had an activatable cost so like the landmark's only like a couple mana mm-hmm. but then every time you want to just make like a one one elite it's a couple mana that could okay. be really sweet and that then, would like, be it sweet. gives you something to do in your aggro deck when you're out of cards right it gives you like you can just keep pump out your tokens yeah it's like mobilize round. or mobilization yeah. i forget that card's from sure. odyssey one of them million million years ago um yeah i think that'd be cool and i know um like artifact had um cards like that with with abilities and like it also had like the passing back system and it's pretty it's actually pretty intuitive how to do it it's just like you press the ability on the card that goes on the stack and it activates like everything else right like it could be slow it could be fast it could even be burst potentially yeah probably wouldn't do that because it could be broken depending on what it is but like I think they could do it. I think they have the capacity to do it. But great questions, everyone. If you want to ask your questions on the show, I know we've been been slacking on the questions. But if you want to get your questions asked, head over to discord.me slash runeterribleradio. We've got a, uh, what is it, show? No, uh, listener questions uh, section that you can throw your questions in there. But, Saucy, we went through a lot today. Let's go over one. Let's go over one more thing, and that's where to find you on the internet. Oh, on the internet, uh, you can find me everywhere. I'm just Saucy Mailman on Twitch, mm-hmm. Twitter, YouTube, all those places. Uh, my website saucymailman.com, and yeah, I do the thing. I stream every night. I'm actually going to be streaming the second we stop this podcast. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I'm on the internet. I'm always in Discord. Uh, I True. forget the URL. Where's, where's our Discord? Discord.me slash Radio. That is the best place to find both myself and Saucy. You can also find me on the internet at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter. Give the, give the show a follow. Let's give the show Twitter a follow. At Terrible on Twitter. You can also go to RuneTerrible.com. DeckPicks.live. You can also go to uh, Patreon.com slash Radio. I did get the first... Uh, newsletter out and talked about the uh, origin of the show. So uh, I thought it was pretty interesting and uh, let us know what you think and what you'd like to see Um, people on Reddit that don't like the KDA cards. Do you have anything else to say? (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough for you. Uh, But (laughs) I muted them. I muted them. I took their bottle away, but That is going to be it. Thank you, everyone, for listening for Saucy. I am Blevins, and we'll be back next week to talk about some more Legends of Ronkera.
Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow.